Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hello again. Welcome back to the podcast, Getting the Promises of God into the People of God, one episode at a time. Right now, we're taking a look at a promise that we find in the Old Testament book of Exodus. Uh, There's a bold promise for us here, so long as we're willing to believe God for the promise. Okay, so that's the challenge today for us to really, truly believe. Ready to dive in? Let's do this. You're listening to the Burt Not Ernie Show podcast, part of the Spark Network, now playing in the Edify app. This is episode number 152, and today's show is sponsored by Jen Metzger. She's the author of the book, Joyful, Patient, Faithful, a 90-day devotional book for moms. It's such a great book. It's so incredibly encouraging, and it really is um, a book that is kind of written for, like, me, ideally, if I'm honest. It's an actual print Hold in my hands book, which I love. Ebooks are great. I've created my own ebooks, but I just really truly love a book in my hands. And this book, like when I was a busy mom, I needed this book. And I mean that, like I needed it. There's a verse for each day's devotional. So you've got like a theme. There is uh, the devotional reading that corresponds with the verse. And it's perfect for moms because it's written for moms. Then there's like um, something additional for you to pray right? Like she gives you an idea of what to pray about, like a prayer prompt. How great is that? I'm all about the word of God and prayer. And when my kids were little, I needed something like this. That was like super direct, super to the point, but super a blessing for me and lets me uh, pray, like leads me to pray, to pray better for specific things. And then there's space to kind of journal and jot down the things that I was, you know, praying about. It's a really great book. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And I hope that you'll just check it out. And I'm serious about that. Check it out. Because this is usually when I mention things, it's like, okay, go ahead and buy this as a baby shower gift. And this would be great for something like that as a gift to give. But today, I just really am thinking in the midst of summer, uh, when you're it's it's July now, we let's be honest, we're beginning to think about back to school, whether you homeschool or your kids go off to school somewhere. This is the time that you start thinking about all the things you need to buy, I want to encourage you to take a look at this book. Okay, take a look at this book. I really do mean it. And consider getting a copy for yourself if you're a mom. Joyful, Patient, Faithful, a 90-day devotional book for moms by Jen Metzger. Okay, I'm going to leave the link. I hope you'll check it out. Let's get back to our promise. Okay, Exodus, it's an amazing book. It's an amazing book. If you haven't read the second book in the Bible in a while, I want to encourage you to read it. There is so much in this book. I feel like I could have chosen like any one of a number of promises. There's a lot, a lot of hope, a lot of promise in the book of Exodus. 
And any one of them would have been a really great source of encouragement. But I landed on a verse from chapter 14 because, you know, it just kind of jumped off the page at me. And I don't know if that ever happens to you, but I'm assuming that it does because it's it's like a God kind of thing to do. It's like a Holy Spirit thing when the Word of God just jumps out at you. This is a big promise. And as a big promise, it can really fit into all of our lives in some manner, some way, shape, or form. So I'm going to read this verse today from the Amplified Bible, Exodus 14, verse 13. It says this, Then Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. Take your stand. Be firm and confident and undismayed, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For those Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see again. All right, so this is a very specific promise, to be sure. It was made um, to the Israelites who had just left the, the slavery and the bondage and just the really horrific way of life that was Egypt. When they had been in Egypt for 400 years, so all of the people who left Egypt, they didn't ever know anything else. Like, this is their first taste of freedom. And this promise is one that God made specifically to them. Look, they needed it at this point in time because they'd seen a lot as a people enslaved, and then they had seen a lot, lot through the miracles that God did through Moses and Aaron in a very short time uh, when they were uh, leading up to, and then after their deliverance, like, man, boom, 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 there's all this stuff happening. I mean, and by after their deliverance, I mean, they're being led by a pillar of fire. And, uh, you know, like, this is amazing. Think about how they're, all that they had seen, how their life had changed in a handful of days. They plundered the Egyptians. They took all this stuff, this gold and jewels with them. When they left, they just wanted them to go. And now here they are backed up against the sea, the Red Sea. It's a large body of water. There is no way around it. They don't know what to do because here come the Egyptians. And what's holding back the Egyptians is this pillar of fire. Okay, they've seen a lot. This is a lot, like sensory overload big time, right? They needed this promise at this exact moment. That's how our God works. At the moment that you need it, he's going to show up with something big. And for them, the turnaround on this promise was quick. It was like delivery and then fulfillment. Boom, boom. I mean, it was like that day, God was serious. That day, they they didn't see those Egyptians anymore. These Egyptians you're gonna, that you see today, you're not going to ever see them again. That's a very specific promise that was completely fulfilled to the letter that very day. Like the Red Sea collapsed on top of them. So Moses led all of Israel through the Red Sea on dry ground when God separated the waters and dried out the ground. And then they all got across. And then the Egyptians chased in after them. Like they raced in after them. And the waters collapsed in over them. So they literally saw this be fulfilled that very day. You know, when we open our Bible and we read it, it's so encouraging to read what it says, even in the Old Testament, this is a challenge for some people, but it's it's so encouraging to read the Old Testament and glean from it, learn from it, and then grow in our faith because of it, and to grab hold of the promises that we find there. That's the part that can be hard for some people. It can be easier to say, I don't think any of those Old Testament promises apply to us because we are not Old Testament people. We're the New Covenant. And that is true. We are the people of the New Covenant. But God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And every single part of the word of God is given by inspiration from God and is profitable for doctrine, 
for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. That's from Hebrews 13.8 and 2 Timothy 3.16. And so it can be a, a, a risky venture to just choose to not accept or believe anything that the Old Testament says as pertaining to us right now. I want to encourage you to believe that all of the Word of God is given by inspiration, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, and that your God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means the very God who provided what they needed at that moment back in Exodus 14 He's the same God today, and he's got good for you. God did indeed make it so that the Egyptians who were chasing after them were not seen again after that day. He kept his word. He kept his word. There's a promise here for us, too. I really do believe that. So we're living some 2,000 years after Jesus, and we still got a promise from this book that was way back at the time of Moses. So this is thousands and thousands and thousands of years old, and yet God speaks to us through these words. Okay, what's the promise? First, a huge promise in this verse that's found all throughout the Bible consistently. It's couched here in a command. Do not fear. God's commands are his enablements. That's a saying that has been around for a minute. It's been around for a while, and it's one worth remembering. God's commands are his enablements. If he calls you to something, he will not leave you unable to accomplish it. He provides where he leads And he enables us to do as he asks of us or as he commands us. When he tells us not to be afraid, he doesn't then just like punch out and leave us on our own to our own devices. You know, good luck in your attempt to not be afraid. You got to do that in your own strength. That's not how God works. He really does make it possible for us to live fearlessly, to not be afraid. So it's a command. And it is a promise at the same time. God always, always keeps his promises. And where he says, don't be afraid, he gives you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, the ability to actually not be afraid. He commands it. He makes a promise through it. And he enables you to do it. Super cool, isn't it? God's so good. Okay, so here's another promise to us where it says, see the salvation which he will accomplish for you. There are kind of like two things that I notice here. Uh, First, there's that word will. You know, y'all know how I feel about that word will. Will means will. All means all. And when God says he is going to do something, we'd best just take him at his word. Second, it says, see the salvation the Lord will accomplish for you. So just as he did at Calvary on the cross, the Lord's salvation is accomplished by his own hand, by his strong arm. And we do not have the right or the ability to add not even one teeny tiny iota to his perfect finished work. Likewise, whenever he does some kind of saving work in our lives, it is his work. And so it's his glory and it's his honor. And all the praise is for him. Literally like throw the praise down at his feet and just be grateful and thankful for the way that he does his work of rescuing, delivering, saving, blessing, encouraging you, keeping his promises to you. Thank him for it because it's his work and so he deserves all the glory. Let's make this, uh, let's find a way to apply this. Let's take the application and bring it home to our very own lives. Like right here, right now, today, in the very moment in which you're living. We only have this moment after all, right? Like Because the next moment, the next day, the next week, etc., it's not here yet. So we don't have it yet. And the past is just that. It's past. 
we have now. And since we have now, this is the time when we can apply the very word of God to our very own lives, our own situations, our own relationships, our own circumstances. We have now to praise God, to live grateful. And I mean that, like live grateful, live a grateful life. It's a fantastic way to live, to express thanksgiving, to be thankful to God, to like actually tell him, thank you for X, Y, Z. Thank him often and thank him specifically. And then to point to Jesus with our lives and with our words. You may get a bit nervous, like, you know, I'm feeling kind of nervy about this, about the state of the world. I'm just throwing out some things that could be like kind of fear mongers. Like they can kind of create fear. You can feel it start rising up, right? Like the state of the world. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That can create some, some nervy feelings. What about like agendas that are super unbiblical and they're just being like pushed against you and it feels like it's from every side? Wars and rumors of wars. Well, that seems like something that's happening right now and that could like swamp our boats with waves of fear. What about, um, you know, what about just struggles you're having in the workplace? How am I going to manage in this economy? Like these things are, they're, they're fearful for us because they're not unlikely, it kind of is like, you know, that, that feels like a real possibility. This, yeah, this is, this stuff's getting real right now. Ooh, this stick real. I'm, I'm fearful because, hey, Jan, listen, this stuff's real. I get it. I get it. We're not leaning towards fear in areas where it's just not going to happen, where it's completely unlikely. It's, it's right in those places where you know it actually could happen. It's more likely than not kind of a situation. That's where we need to take the promise of Exodus 14, verse 13, and apply it and apply it like a balm. Like you, you are sick and you've got, you know, you've got this infection or something and you need to put this balm on it to get better. That's how I want you to, to apply this promise to these places where fear is trying to crop up like a balm, just like, just like goop it on there and let it completely do its work of healing and uh, restoring and changing what needs to be changed and getting rid of the icky stuff that needs to be gotten rid of. That's what I want this verse to do today. You know, make our belief of God and his promises, the greater truth that we will speak over all the things that push us toward fear, the economy, problems with a coworker. You need a big raise and you haven't gotten one. It's been like a minute. You haven't gotten any raises. You don't need a small raise. You need a big one. What about parenting? Parenting's hard. You know, newsflash, if nobody told you that, spoiler alert, parenting is hard work and heart work. It's both of those. Not enough hours in the day. I could go on and on with things that are very, very real. It's a long list. The things that can open the door to fear in our hearts and minds, but God. So the Bible tells us not to be afraid. It tells us that over and over and over again, hundreds of times. But instead, in this verse, do not fear, but instead take your stand and be firm and confident and undismayed. And we do that when we really just basically opt to believe that our God, you know, he's, he is who he says he is. His promises are going to prove true. He is still in the salvation business. And if he saved us from sin and death and hell, then he surely can save us from fear and from any and every other thing, big or small, anything that might be pressing in on you, he can save you from that. Can you choose to believe that today? My friend, can you just choose, just today, just in this moment, just right now, can you choose to believe? Can you lay all your chips on the table? Like you're going to let it all ride on red number seven. 
and then just rest as you see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you. I would like to just simply pray this verse for you today. Speak a blessing over you and ask God to do what he is so good at doing, what he does perfectly, and that is to save and deliver, to bless and protect, to favor and guide you in every single part of your life where you need him to step in and be your strong, loving, powerful God. Will you pray with me? Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word. And thank you for the promises that you've given us in your word. Today, we choose belief, big, bold, daring belief that even in the things that loom large and seem too scary, we will not fear. And we ask you to make us able to not fear. We know that you can do it by the power of your Holy Spirit. Your commands, would they be our enablements today by your power, Lord? And we'll give you all the glory and thanks for that. The delivering us from any type of fear, all the praise for that goes straight to you. And we won't take an ounce for ourselves or give an ounce of it to any, anybody or anything else. It's all yours. Only you can truly save and deliver from the monster that is fear. And we're trusting you to do that right here, right now, today. In our workplaces, we will not fear. In our families, as we raise our children, maybe we have aging parents, difficulties with our siblings, our aunts and uncles, our relationships, our friendships, when we're lonely or misunderstood, where we have been overlooked, slighted, or maligned, we will not fear. When we face health struggles, we choose faith over fear. In a difficult economy, and with the wild and horrible threats of war all around us, we will not fear. We will not fear. Though the earth give way beneath our feet, as it says in Psalm 46, we will not fear. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you will do as you have promised. So Lord, today I ask that for the one listening to me right now, would you do as you have promised and banish all fear, even as you accomplish your salvation for them, rescue them, from whatever and from whomever is making them fearful. Free them. Free them, Lord, to walk in the light of your love, unafraid and totally fearless. May they be firm as they stand on the solid rock of Jesus. May they be confident because their confidence and trust is rooted and anchored solely in you. May they be undismayed no matter what the enemy or the world throws at them. Because they know for certain that you are the God who saves, and you will be the God who saves them as often as they need it. Thank you, Lord, for your word, and that when you say you will, you surely do mean it. May we live in a state of such total belief that nothing and no one can dissuade us. Make us immovable in our belief that you, O Lord, are the perfect promise maker and the perfect promise keeper. Take each one listening today on a faith journey with you that leaves them speechless, awash in your love and care, filled with your wisdom, blessed to be a child of the Most High God. And then do it again and again and again. Thank you for making a way for us to live fearless and free, bound only to you experiencing your salvation. You are the one true God and our praise goes to you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast and for allowing me to pray for you. That's a blessing and a privilege, and I don't take it for granted. And uh, if you'd like more prayer content, I do have a second podcast that I recently started. 
It's called The Prayer Podcast with Jan L. Burt, and I'd love for you to check it out. I'll throw the link in the show notes. I'd also like to invite you to grab your ticket to the Summer 2023 Online Prayer Retreat. I've hosted a few prayer retreats in the past, all in a Facebook group, and this year I'm switching it up and changing the platform, and I would love to have you um, join me. And for those of you who are members of my original um, Praying Through the Storm online prayer group on Facebook, I have a coupon code for you, and that will um, make the cost zero. The cost is $7 for those who have not been a prior member of my group, but uh, for those of you that have been, I just need you to let me know you're interested, and I will get you that coupon code so you can sign up. And it's going to take place the last three days of the month of July. A lot of um, pre-recorded content and then the ability to have like some live um, I guess, interactive prayer sessions. So uh, go ahead and just sign up as soon as you can so that you can get the notifications when all of those um, seven sessions go live along with the study guide that comes with it. So you can find that link in the show notes as well. Um, oh yes, if you are, anyone you know is a homeschooler. I am so blessed to be the prayer coordinator for Carrie Beck's Homeschool Superhero Summit. And we're having like super early bird week and then early bird week and then the summit week coming up. And so you're going to hear me or my social media see me sharing about some of that. There is a free option for a free ticket. And if you would like to check that out or share it with a family you know who are homeschooling, I would love for you to do that. Um, I'm really blessed that I get to be the prayer coordinator. I'll be running the prayer room and praying daily in the group. And it's a privilege, as I just said earlier, I really do mean it when I say it's a privilege to pray for you and for others. I don't take it for granted. And if you think of it, I would love it if you would pray for me that I would honor the Lord and be an encouragement to everyone who is part of the summit. That's really, that's my goal. That's my big goal. And so um, thank you in advance for praying that for me. And the final thing that I want to mention today is this. Some of you know that I speak at conferences and summits and like women's ministry events, and I'm really blessed to be able to do that. But if you happen to be looking for a speaker for an event or like a summit or something coming up in the in the future, please reach out to me if you're interested in possibly having me speak. You can contact me at my email. It's just my name, J-A-N middle initial L B U R T. So Jan L Bert at outlook.com. And I have this new thingy I'm doing in addition to, or kind of along with my speaking that I do in person events and online events and like Carrie's homeschool summit drum roll. I can't do a drum roll. So just imagine the drum roll. I'm creating a women's ministry kind of a platform and they'll have event videos that uh, churches can just grab at a very super affordable price um, and then they can share them with their small group or their, you know, church group, a Bible study, something like that. Super affordable, super easy to download and access with like a printable PDF um, Q&A type of a thing, a, a printout that they can hand out along with each one. Um, if you are interested in that, shoot me an email if you'd like to know more. And also, I very often will craft a, I guess, a talk. I'm not quite sure. A, it's not really a speech. It's more of a talk based on uh, like a request, this verse, this topic. Uh, so I've done that a lot. I'm very comfortable doing that. And so if there's something like coming up, an event, and you would like someone to speak on a certain topic, you can contact me about that. You can pass this information along to your small group leader or your mom's group leader. I would be very um, honored to be able to kind of partner with you in ministry in that way. So I will reply to all the emails as quickly as I can. And that is all my news for today. Don't forget, 
God does not want fear to have any place in your life, like none. And I'm believing that you're going to see his salvation accomplished on your behalf in really amazing and powerful ways. I really am believing that today. And that's really what it says if you boil it down in Exodus 14, verse 13. He's going to keep his word to you, my friend. He absolutely will. And I cannot wait to just rejoice with you, if not here on earth when we get to eternity. I'll rejoice with you in heaven over the ways that he moved and act and just uh, blessed your life. I'm excited about that. and I'm thankful for you. So glad you joined me for this episode of the podcast. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.